At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shit. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Hi, right, welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney and Minnesota Tim Porochka is with me. Minnesota Tim, how are you doing? Hank, I'm doing good. I was, I'm not going to focus on my weather right now. I'm going to focus on yours. So oh, I really? had, so you, you always want to rip Minnesota, the great state of Minnesota. <laughs> it's one of your favorite things to do. Okay. No, I love Minnesota, Tim. I love Minnesota, especially the Mall of America. I'm a big fan of the Mall of America. I've been there one time. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Place. Got great a roller place. coaster in the middle of it. Hazel Very team, one of the greatest championship golf courses of all time. What's that? Hazeltine. Yeah, I, I, I've been there. I was there when uh, Y.E. Yang <laughs> chipped it in or putted it in from off the green on that one hole. Man, that was a killer. Mm, man. I had a feeling it wasn't going to be a good day. That and the three putts by Tiger. Three putts will kill you. But uh, that, was a, that was a tough day. I remember that one. Thought that was a major for sure. They're hard to win. They're hard to win. Yeah. Anyway, so I was looking at Scottsdale <laughs> <Yeah>. weather. <laughs> you agree with that, huh? Are they hard to win? Yeah, they're well, hard to I win. mean, we look at some of these players that won majors: Treble Immelman, Y. Yang, um, uh, Miguel Angel Cabrera shoots plus seventeen, then wins the next week. It must not be yeah. that difficult. 
No, no, it's hard. All right. I know you want to talk about the weather. Did you secretly like want to be a weatherman? Did you study weather in school or I mean, what is your deal with the weather? No, I didn't study. Well, you you make it into a big deal because you always rip me for the weather in Minnesota. Yeah. So I'm defending the great state. Okay. So yesterday, so you you pulled up Minneapolis on your phone. Well, yeah, I, I do. pulled I up pulled Scottsdale. You want me to give mine. you want, want me to tell you what it is there? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. You want it? Yeah, give it to me. You want a 10-day forecast? Well, yeah, if you want. 67, 67, 73. That's a nice one right there. That'll be beautiful on the weekend. Uh, 69, 60. A uh, little rain on the 60. Thunderstorms on the 58. Next Tuesday's a day to look forward to. Uh, 64, 62, 60. Not bad for this time of the year, I would say, for uh, Minneapolis. I remember when I was a kid growing up in Chicago, you know, I mean, really, golf season kind of tried to start like April 1st, but it was more like April 15th. And then as the years went on, it really turned into like May 15th. So I would say that based on that, and given the fact that you're quite a bit north of there, this has been a pretty good spring in Minneapolis. Is that not correct? Yeah, it's been a great spring. Yeah. yeah Hasn't snowed much that. at all in April. It snowed a couple well, of I times. Well, I think you're done with the snow, much. aren't you? I mean, you got, you, you, don't you, I mean, you're, the, the, your low is 42 any of the next 10 days. I don't, you're not going to have any more snowstorms, are you? No, we're not going to have any snow. Are you in fear of the, the last snowstorm of the year? No, we already had it. Okay. Yeah. All right, good. What I wanted to bring up, Hank, is that you always tell me how great it is in Scottsdale. Well, I checked yeah. it out yesterday, okay? I Did checked you? out the weather. And the okay. first thing that pops up on the weather app on your phone is yeah. that the air is unsafe. Is it, It's not very um, healthy air. Moderate, moderate today, moderate, moderate. Only moderate's not good, I will admit. It, it, it is a little, uh, it, it's, a, it's more of a Phoenix thing. Scottsdale's a little out of the city, but you can see a little uh, little smogger hazer deal around. It's 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 not a good item. I mean, there's no doubt about that. It's not China, where you can't even see the sky. Now, I've been there a few times. It's you know, it's nothing like that. You, you you fly in there, you can see like halfway up the buildings. It's just like a smog layer. It's not that bad, but it's not great either. I mean, that's a good uh, that's a good good point. I mean, it is. Uh, we know when it gets hot and there's no wind, it will uh, it will get a little stagnant. And, you know, but of course, the coronavirus has uh, has helped the uh, smog because people aren't like out and about as much, although they're starting to get out a little bit. States are opening up a little bit. Arizona's opening up a little bit, I think. I think they're supposed to have some big announcement coming up. But, uh, yeah, there's a little there's a little smog and the temperature is hot, too. Hot. You would probably melt potentially i mean mm. what, what temperature do you melt at uh i struggle in the 90s do you yeah well, how, in the next 10 days we got 103 102 100 100 100 102 103 103 102 i'm trying to figure out how these uh major league baseball uh, people that are running that thing think they're going to go come to uh, phoenix and play all their games in the middle of the summer Trying to figure out how they think that's going to work outside. There's one one dome stadium here. It's where the Diamondbacks play. I mean, do they not realize what the temperature is going to be here? I don't know. You get, you get used to it. I, you know what? Back in the day, this is back in the early, uh, well, early 80s. 
Well, early 80s, I taught in Piners, Piners, North Carolina. And let me tell you something. You talk about, you know, you talk about the steaminess all the time. It is some serious steamy in North Carolina. You can just feel like the water coming out of all those pine trees. And then, and then I went to Palm Springs. And I'm a, you know, I'm a teacher. I mean, I'm a grinder. I get, I, I would get out there 10, 12 hours a day in the summer. It was 115, 118 degrees. And I'm out there all day long teaching all day long. You know what the key is? All you have to do. I, I used to, I used to drink like a full bottle of water, like every 15 or 20 minutes in a lesson, full bottle. So, I mean, every hour I'd have at least two or three bottles of water, man. And never went to the bathroom one time. What? No way. <laughs> yeah, swear to God. Swear to God. Two or three bottles of water every hour. Never went to the bathroom one time all day. What? Are you kidding? Was your no. focus level that high? I mean, that's just what But when it's 118 degrees, I mean, yeah, you're just, I'm just, that's ama- I know it's amazing, but yeah, that was a, that's a little, fun. but that's the key. You got it. You got to, you, you can't, you know, they always say you can't wait till you're, uh, thirsty to drink at that point it's too late but um you know they say it's dry heat you know today in in phoenix it's only 13 percent humidity that's like serious dry heat isn't it very dry yeah what do you you know minnesota you got that's where you got the, the melt so you know it's all relative you get the dry heat or you get the the you know, warm and, and humid, but uh, I am I, I'm in the weather like you are. I do I do like to check, and I must say, now living in uh, Phoenix and Scottsdale, like we do most of the year, for probably I don't know eight or nine months out of the year, this is probably the best weather in the world. Really, now those three months could be pretty pretty hot. It could be a little warm. That's when it's time to to find someplace else to go. Any rattlesnake stories? Oh, they got some rattlesnake, but not you know. And we we live in a you know community with all houses, so then you know they found another place to live. But yeah, you go out for hikes and stuff. But I'm not a fan of the snake either. I do not like the snake. My wife doesn't mind the snake. I do not like the snake. She she only doesn't like the poisonous snake. I do not like the snake in general. I'm not a snake fan. You don't like the gardener snake? I, I they all are snakes to me. Gardener snake I can handle, but they're all snakes to me. And I, I'm not a fan of the snake. Not not a fan. Not a fan. You don't mind the snake? I don't mind the gardener snake, but I've never met a, a, a rattlesnake before. Yeah, you don't want to meet a rattlesnake. Those are those are nasty. Anyway. All right. Well, let's 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 get off the uh, snake talk and uh weather talk. Now, somehow we always seem to start off with weather talk, but I enjoy weather talk. Uh Golf courses are opening, which is nice. More and more all the time. Hopefully, the the restrictions are getting lifted. A lot of talk about this PGA Tour starting up. Did you see uh, Pat Perez had some, uh, my buddy Pat Perez, he had some big comments on that. He doesn't see how it's going to happen. I don't really see how it's going to happen either. Even the commissioner said that he's, you know, we're not going to do it unless there's plenty of tests and we're not going to take all the tests for us, you know, and not leave them for other people. So, in other words, there has to be an abundance of tests. And then, you know, if there's a million of them for them, which is what they estimated that it would take to run through the tour championship, a million tests they would run. Hard to believe they need that many, but I guess they just test and test and test. You know, maybe it'll... 
maybe it'll happen. I read an article uh, the other day on uh, college football. They're planning all these different plans. When you know, is the season going to start? Is it not? College football has to have fans. They cannot have like a no fan thing. So they're talking about, you know, after the first of the year, January. I'm reading stuff about vaccines. I saw an article the other day said that there could be something by September. Then I saw something that could be something by the end of the year. I don't know what all that means. Um, hopefully, hopefully they come up with something. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, whether it opens or not, the Ryder Cup talks a big talk. Did you have you been following that? Yeah, I have. Yeah, the Ryder Cup, no fans with fans because the Ryder Cup's one of those events that fans actually have a big role in. I mean, the, there's enthusiasm unlike any other tournament during the year. Yeah. Well, I think they should. I think what they should do is no Ryder Cup. And switch the date and just uh, put the Ryder Cup next year, uh, bag the President's Cup for a year, and then, you know, move on with the schedule from there every other year, which is what they did when they had uh, 9-11. But it's not going to happen. There is going to be a Ryder Cup. You can count that, book it. It's absolute 100% certainty. 100%. No, no, not even 99.9%. 100% certainty there will be a Ryder Cup this year. Yeah, fans or no fans, there will be a Ryder Cup. You can take that one to the bank. Why? Because they need the cash. It's all about the money. Straight cash, homie. PGA of America, they are the ones who own the Ryder Cup. They make, I don't know what they make, $60 million, $70 million, I don't know, $75 million off of that thing. That's a lot of money. They won't make as much with no fans, but they're still going to make a lot of money. You know, just the television contracts, but you know they could survive. PGA of America, they got they got some, you know, they they got some money in the bank. I mean, they can't survive forever, but they got money in the bank. The European Tour is the other one who benefits from the Ryder Cup. They cannot survive. They are on the ropes, big time, big time. We've been reading about it. We've been hearing about. It. They're big time on the ropes. They have to have the revenue. Period. End of story, Tim. It's just it's a it's a so Patrick Harrington's the captain of the uh, Ryder Cup, you know uh, Europe's team, and at first he was like you got to have fans. It's not a Ryder Cup without fans. Well now he's he's like he's waffling on that big time. Backtracked the whole thing. He's he's uh, you know we're you know he's warming. He says he's warming up to the idea of 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 no uh, no fans. Well let me tell you what you, you better get hot to that idea because it's happening. They need the money. They're they're in big trouble, big trouble, and they've already said that. Uh, the Keith Peller, uh, Pelly, whatever his name is, the, the guy with the blue glasses, he's the commissioner of the uh, European Tour, and he's you know been pretty forthcoming about the fact that things are going to be different. Uh, you know, don't expect a courtesy card, don't expect a big uh, spread buffet uh, for the players, and uh, expect to have smaller purses. And they just, I mean, li- literally, they they, I mean, they're on the brink. If this thing doesn't open up and they don't get that tour going, uh, they're on the brink. They need the Ryder Cup money. Peri- I mean, period. So, uh, it, it, you know, you can talk about fans, no fans, like everybody wants to talk about. It doesn't matter. This is all about the money. They have to have the money. They will play the Ryder Cup. You got it? I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Paul McGinley, Paul McGinley, he's a big uh, guy. He, he, in European golf, he was a former Ryder Cup captain. He's, you know, he's already come out and, and, and said, 
you know, they're going to have to do. I mean, everybody knows it. So it's, it's, you know, you can, you can argue what's best fans, you know, well, how can it be a Ryder cup without fans? Well, (laughs) uh, I mean, you gotta have a, you gotta have a European tour to have a Ryder cup. If you don't have a Ryder cup, you may not have a European tour. So, so you can, you can, there's, there's money driving this whole thing, Tim, you've said it many times. It's all about the cash. Yeah, it is. I mean, it really is all about the money. And I understand that it's going to be a completely different atmosphere with or with, uh, especially without fans. Yeah. But it, you got to act, people got to realize that this is temporary and things are going to be looking different, not just in sports, but in the business world and in, 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 in every single industry, things are going to be looking different until, I mean, in some businesses forever, but in other businesses like, um, golf, just temporary. Let's just get through it. Let's just get through it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think everybody's doing a decent job of that. Don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I really do. I mean, the, uh, um, the PGA tour is trying to create this comeback in June, tiger, Payton, Tom, Phil, they're getting together, playing the match. No, I got another, I got another thing on that too. I got to tell you about. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear that. You want to hear that? I do want to hear that. Uh, there's another match. Another one? Yeah, there's going to be another match. Yeah, you wait. It's going to be announced soon. I, 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 I know where this is coming from for, for sure. Dun, dun, dun. You know why? Because it's a, the, the match with Tiger and Tiger and Peyton Manning against Tom Brady and uh, Phil. Okay, that's the match. Big match. Going to raise a ton of money for charity. Some people dogging it. I was listening to you know people on the radio. They're dogging on this match. You know, I don't. You know, it's, it's no good. It's just not. Listen, anything that raises money for any charity associated with the coronavirus or the people that are getting hurt by it, which is you know, I, I mean, everybody. Uh, you know, is how can you not how can you not think it's a great thing? Period. It's a great thing. The PGA Tour. You know, the commissioner Jay Monahan. He. He had not given his blessing yet. Now, I don't know if he has or not. Maybe he has on this on this match. But he was holding off. You know, you read the articles. Bobby Herrick had an article on ESPN. You know, and the tour hasn't approved it yet. They have to approve the players' plan because because after all, the players are independent contractors, but they have to get a release from the tour uh, in order to play in a in a an event that's not a PGA Tour event. Now, you explain that to me, Tim. Can you explain that to me? I um I cannot. Yeah, it's hard to explain that, isn't it? Independent contract. What does independent mean? Let's look at that. Look up that definition. I don't think it means uh, you got to get our permission to do something else, but they do. So he he was he he's he's you know like waffling on this thing. He's going to give in. He's got no choice. He's a nonprofit supposedly. He's a nonprofit organization that raises a bunch of money for charity. And it's Tiger and Phil. What's he going to do? I think they just jumped him, to be honest with you. I think they just announced it and said, you know, you'll, you you figure it out. But what happened is, and you know this was coming, uh, TNT is the one who has the match. Okay, That's who they sold it to. Now, they, they the people who are running this match thing, they went and, you know, tried to sell it to other people. But TNT is the one that bought it. So they're putting up the the, the money. And they're going to sell the advertising and so on and so forth. So TNT get, buys the match. TNT is not one of the tour's partners. The tour's partners are NBC, NBC Golf Channel, CBS, and uh, ESPN on the streaming side. 
Okay. That's what that, those are their partners, not TNT. So Monahan has got to go to the, you know, to his television partners and they're probably saying, Hey, 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 this is a, you know, PGA, you got PGA tour players playing. Uh, this is a big deal. And it's not even, you know, why, why isn't it on our network? Why, why didn't you throw us a bone here? Why didn't you do this? Well, I mean, because, uh, you know, they didn't, they didn't buy this. Uh, Monahan could have set it up. He could have set it up and said, hey, I know you guys, you know, this would have been a smart thing to do, wouldn't it? He could have said, uh, you know what? I know you guys are, you know, hurting a little bit because you got no golf on TV. Uh, we're going to throw you a bone here for your, you know, thanks for signing. Thanks for playing along with us. Thanks for uh, the big uh, contracts for the future. Uh, you know, thanks a lot. So here's what we're going to do for you. Uh, we got a match put together. Tiger, Phil, uh, Tom Brady, uh, Peyton Manning, two of the biggest names in in, in football. Well, I mean, you got the goat, uh, Brady, and, and Manning is huge. I mean, he, he's he's huge. He's you know he's a, a Hall of Famer, surefire, and one of the best ever. And and he's he's got a big profile, big profile, a lot of a lot of you know ads on TV, everything. The guy's everywhere. So this is a this is a big thing. They could have thrown him a bone to to NBC or CBS or somebody. They could have said, here, you guys can you know one of you who wants the bone. No, no, they didn't do that. So what they what they're doing is is now that now now Monahan the commissioner I can tell you how this is exactly how this thing goes down Tim so Monahan the commissioner he's he's got these guys pressuring him hey whoa, 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 wait a second here what's going on why why aren't we you know why isn't it on one of our stations or whatever we signed the big contract and well it's TNT so then he he, he says okay you know what uh, we'll, we'll we'll give you a match we'll give you a match so that's what they're going to do you watch that's what's going to happen and I, I know who the players are too. And you can't release. Them. I know who they are. No, you no, you know who them. they are. What's that? Okay, so they're and they're going to jump it too. Watch, they're going to because of the TV contracts. You watch, they're going to have this is going to be like a little preview. This is going to be like a little warm up match. But this is going to be like a you know little league is what it's going to be. To be honest with you, because when you talk about Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods, and you talk about Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, anything else, anything else preceding that is is a little league warm up match. So they're going with the little league warm up match. Here's who they got. I got pretty good sources on this. They got Matthew Wolf, your man, the champion of the uh, Minnesota. You can't leave him out. Yeah, I mean, a must, a must. <laughs> nobody have. knows. Nobody knows who he is. He's got. He's a guy with the James Bruden swing. It's a, a funky watch swing. Television. That's <laughs> no, not. He's twenty. He's twenty-one or two years old out of Oklahoma State. He's got a great player. He's got a great, uh, you know, upside. Everybody thinks he's going to be great. Uh, you know, he's got the funky swing and so that, that, that that's got, but nobody knows him, Tim. Nobody knows, you know, name recognition is uh, hovering around nothing, zero. Mr. Blutarski. Yeah, but they got him paired up with Ricky Fowler. Okay. Ricky Fowler, big name. A lot of commercials, not many wins, a lot of commercials. Uh, great player. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big Ricky Fowler fan. But he's uh, he's going to be dressed in orange with Matthew Wolf because they both went to Oklahoma State. So I guess this is going to be like an Oklahoma State commercial. They're going to both have the orange outfits on and they're going to have like probably team uniforms and the whole thing. And they're going to play against uh, Dustin Johnson and Roy McIlroy. Now, I don't know what those guys' connections are. They didn't exactly go to school together or at the same school or whatever. Uh, you know, and, and I, yeah, I didn't even know they were really, really friends. But Rory, here's the deal. Rory has some kind of TV deal with NBC. You see? And they got to throw NBC a bone on this deal because, 
you know, they, they haven't had anything going and they're not going to let uh, Tiger Phil jump it. So what they're going to do is they're going to put this thing on, this, uh, this warm-up match, which is all it's going to be. It's a, it, it's a match, and I don't know what the format is or whatever, but it's uh, this is what my sources say. Uh, Dustin Johnson and Roy McIlroy against uh, Matthew Wolf and Ricky Fowler, and that'll be a match. Probably be announced any day. Watch. Watch. Okay, so this is happening before the match. Yeah, they're going to do it. They're going to do it before the match. They're going to jump the match. See? Yeah, because the match wanted to be first, but everybody's trying to jump everything. Did you, I saw the deal on uh, Coca Cola six hundred or something? They're going to. They're 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 going. They're going. You know, the match is end of uh, May. Uh, Coca Cola, whatever. I think it's in uh, North Carolina. I don't know if it's Darlington or wherever it is. But uh, they're going to have the race and NASCAR race with no fans, and and that's going to be middle of May. And so everybody wants to, you know, everybody wants to be first because they know it guarantees a big audience. I mean, did you see the audience for the draft? I mean, it was huge, it biggest was absolutely ever. huge, yeah, like 50, oh, 50, 54 million people watched it. It was over two or three days, three days, but still, that's those are big numbers. A lot of hours, but I mean, still big, big, big numbers. So anyway, that's what that's what's going what's going on there. All right, let's take a break. Here from our sponsors. We'll be right back on the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney in Minnesota, Tim Parachka. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to the Hank Andy Podcast. I mentioned the NFL draft. Uh, ESPN had it. It was a big deal. Did you? What were your thoughts on that, Tim? Let's let's get a little NFL draft talk going there. How did your uh, How did you think it went? And how did your Vikings do? 
Well, I th- one, I thought it was a great decision by the NFL, um, Roger Goodell, and, and, the, and the rest of the NFL to continue on with the draft. It was a great idea. The ratings were a huge hit. <laughs> Um, so obviously that guy, that it was, guy a, was a goofball looking at, he looks so goofy on there. Did you see him? Roger Goodell? Yeah. Did you see, did you see when he got in the, in his chair? Yeah. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Tim. That's a little weak, isn't it? <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> I mean, what was he doing in his chair? He was you know, exhausted. Gonna, he was tired. That's his basement. He says where he watches the NFL games, he's in his basement, he's in his chair. And the, so, so after like the first round, he got in his chair for the second round or something like that. I don't know. And yeah. then, uh, but everybody, there's a first round pick. He stood up, but in the, then he announced the second round in the chair. And then as, as the chair kept going, it, it next thing you know, it was a, like a lazy boy doing it. And the yeah. Ottoman, the Ottoman was up and he had this. <laughs> Come on. He was like laying down. That was stupid, didn't yeah. he? I mean, come on. That guy's the commissioner. Yeah, that was so funny. I oh mean, did you God. like the chair? I did love the chair. It was the most come entertaining on. part. That was the most entertaining part of the draft. That he, was, he was so weak. I mean, it's like it's so bush league. I mean, he really? Looked, he looked hammered drunk. He just looked like, ah. Uh, I don't uh, know. I liked it better than when he's on stage hugging everybody. That's all weird. Yeah, it was pretty I funny. Did. That kind of... I think that's kind of weird. It doesn't nine, even know the guys, you know. It doesn't even know them. He couldn't even speak. He had the stutter goat. He had the Joe Biden goat. He was like with the 40th pick. <laughs> the uh, Joe Biden. He can't make a sentence, that guy. Have you seen him? Yeah, oh but gosh. that's what Roger Goodell had. He had the Joe Biden going. Oh <laughs> he was like, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. He just couldn't talk. He looked hammered. He looked well, hammered drunk. Yeah, he probably has a couple of cocktails when he's down there in his basement watching the games. But I, he looks sober, but he, he was in the chair laying down. Anyway, okay, so that's what I remember about the draft is him in the chair. You don't remember the Cowboys picks? Oh, I remember the Cowboys picks. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about the Cowboys picks? What do you think about Jerry oh, Jones like and his Cow- yacht? He had, he had the cell phone holder. I know the yacht was cool, wasn't it? What did you think? That was a, it was a nice yacht. He had his own cell phone holder in there. What, Somebody what holding do you mean his it was cell a, phone. Tim, Tim. It, it wasn't an Do you know what, how much that thing cost? The yacht? Yeah. Yeah. 250 million. <laughs> that is a serious yeah, like 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 uh, Stevie Stevie Ray J, the great predictor, he called it a boat. He said Jerry Jones is on his boat. I said Steve, that's not a boat. That's a that's a serious yacht. He says, what is that thing? You know, Steve Steve asked me. He said, what is that thing about thirty four million? I said, I sent him a picture. I said, Steve, Steve, that is two hundred and fifty million. I mean, that's like, are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. I don't know. That's, that's, you know, you know what? He's, he's, he's worth billions. And he, you know, he, he, you know, when he bought the Cowboys, he bought it for like 147 million or something and mortgaged everything he had to do that. And now he's, he's, you know, billions. And it's not just the Cowboys. I mean, he's, he's like a huge, huge developer in Dallas. I mean, he's still in oil and gas. I mean, it's the guy's the guy's unbelievable. He's a money making machine. So anyway, he deserves the toy. But I thought it was pretty good on the boat. He was excited. He was excited. They got C.D. Lamb first pick. Of course, I'm a big Oklahoma fan, so I love that one. I, I watched him all last year. Well, I've watched him for the last couple of years. He is a he is a player. 
I mean, he's a he's what you call a playmaker. Is what he is. They thought they had him. The Cowboys had him six six on their draft board, six best player on their draft board. That's what they had him. And and they he he fell to seventeenth. They need defensive help. Is what they needed. They needed big time defensive help. They needed all defensive help. And when the six six best player on your draft board falls to seventeen, they they had to take him. They needed a slot receiver anyways. So they took him. I mean, they they got some offensive players now. Oh my God, they got this Michael Gallup, uh, a good second receiver. They've got uh, Mari Cooper. Uh, of course, they got Ezekiel Elliott. They got the uh, Dak Prescott. And they got and now they got CD Lamb. They're a machine. Maybe best receiving core in the league. Maybe. Boy, uh, I'm excited about that one. Then they got the cornerback uh, from uh, Alabama because they needed defensive help. Uh, uh, Trayvon Diggs. And they thought he, he they got him a pick 51. They thought he could possibly be a first round pick. So they went way up on him, uh, you know, and, and I mean, that was huge. So they're getting like great value. I'm, I'm following all this. I'm thinking, man, the Cowboys are going. Then they got this uh, Neville Gallimore back to Oklahoma. I love Oklahoma, big Oklahoma fan. So I've seen him play. The guy's got unbelievable uh, talent. He, he, he is 40 time. You know, I know all this stuff to him. His 40 time was better than any uh, lineman his size since like 1990 or something like crazy. Like he, he's look at this guy, this guy can run a uh, 300 pounder. And uh, they thought they were debating like at 51, when they picked uh, Diggs at 51, they were debating about Gallimore. They end up getting Gallimore at 82. I mean, unbelievable. And then their fourth round pick, they got this uh, Reggie Robinson, the second. He's from uh, University of Tulsa, my school where I graduated, and they were high on him. Think he? They, they thought he's a you know second or third round pick for sure, and they got him in the fourth round. And then they traded with the uh, Eagles, and they got this uh, Tyler uh, Badazi. He's a uh, center from Wisconsin because their their guy, uh, Travis Frederick, uh, retired. I mean, they had an incredible draft. I mean, one of the best. One of the best. Even Mel Kuyper said, I like Mel Kuyper. You like Mel, Mel Kuyper? Yeah, Mel Kuyper's good. I know. I like Mel Kuyper. He, even he said it was bad. Then they got this kid, uh, uh, Bradley Anai from uh, Utah, which was, you know, this guy's like, everybody thought, this guy's really good. He could be like a, you know, second day pick. And they got him in the fifth round. This guy was like defensive player. Oh, they, you know, all pack, whatever, pack 12, whatever. This guy was really, really good. They had a great draft. I think the Cowboys helped themselves big time, big time. You're a homer. Oh, I'm a homer. But, you know, I I mean, I'm telling you what, I'm not just a homer. This was a great draft. Yeah. Everybody's saying it. Go look at the draft grades. Go look at them. They're all good. Let me Let me tell you something here. What's that? Tell me. Nobody knows how great their draft is. Because no, not a single one of those players has stepped foot on the NFL. Okay, well you can't you can't go with that. You can't. Yeah, go you with can. That. You, you, you got to analyze it for today. You can't analyze. You can't go. I know what you're going to do with this. As I saw you tweeted this, it's a stupid thing to say. <laughs> now you tweet. You tweeted. You know you can't judge the draft until two years from now, or you rejudge the draft in two years. You can judge the draft any day you want. Right now, it looks very good. <laughs> yeah, but you have no idea. It's not logical. What do you it's mean you have logical. no idea? You think C.D. Lamb's not going to be able to play? I don't know. Oh, come on, bud. Have you ever seen the guy play? There were two receivers selected ahead of him. Have you ever seen C.D. Lamb play? There were two yeah, receivers selected ahead of him. What's that mean? I don't know. It doesn't. It means that those guys, they're going to they're, they're gonna rue the day. I can tell you <laughs> that much. The guy's a great player. Uh, Diggs, 
played at uh, Alabama. I mean, how many guys at Alabama can't play? Seriously. Uh, Diggs is a head case. We had his brother. <laughs> you have, Oh, my gosh. So you have his brother. Yeah. And because his brother had a head problem, he's got a head problem. You don't even know the guy. I, I don't know the guy, but do you know the guy? No, but that's a, that's a, you know, I don't think you can do that. That's not fair, is it? I mean, are you a head case? Am I, am I a head case? No, I'm not a head case. <laughs> is anybody in your extended family a head case? Anybody? All at 9% that occupy Hollywood Township? Yeah, there's a head case. You're, you're nine, you're 9% of the people in Hollywood ta- Township are related to, to uh, Minnesota Temporachka. 9% of the whole the whole t- township, which is sort of like a town, but not really. It's not a city. It's not a, it's a sh- township. But 9% of the people are related. Do you got any head cases in that group? Of course. We have a head case. Does that make too. you a head case? Me? No, I'm not a head case. Okay, I'm the mayor. So- I'm the mayor of the township. I'm not the head case. <laughs> you I should run, run the, for mayor. I run the entire show. Come on. You do? All right. All right. I, I, I feel good about the Cowboys. I think they're going to, you know, they, they might have to outscore people, but they, they've improved their defense too. They had a great draft. Great draft. I know it's on paper. I know they haven't played yet. I get it, but we'll see. This is not going to be a bust for sure. No way. All right. Got too many good players there. Oh, I can't wait until CD Lamb can't catch passes in the. Oh, <laughs> oh, hey, that's so stupid. I had a guy bet me. I had a, a friend of mine bet me. He said CD Lamb won't be in the league in two years. I said he wanted to bet me two hundred dollars. A friend of mine. You took it right. Of course I did. I said, you know, he's going to be the first receiver in the history of the NFL to get drafted in the top 17 and be out of the league in two years. I mean, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. You just want to give me $200? Okay, I'll take it. Go ahead. You know, $200. Count it. I mean, <laughs> I've already counted that. that that's, you know, that, that's, that's like, I, I, as far as I'm concerned, that's in the bank account in two years. Automatic, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, tell me about your Vikings. Let's hear what you had got to do, got to say there. Yeah, we You're drafted a, a receiver fan. in the first round. We drafted um, LSU receiver Justin Jefferson, and then we drafted a cornerback out of Who? Boise State, Justin Jefferson from LSU. Okay, he's pretty good. Yeah, that he appears. He, he looked pretty good in college. Um, however, right. there is a little something to be scared of because LSU. They were full of five-star players, and he can easily look a whole lot better when Joe Burrow's throwing him the football. All right. Well, okay. See, what's that? He's a he's he's he looks good. I've watched him play. He does look good. Yeah. Obviously, he had somebody good throwing to him, but he, he he's good. Yeah, he looks good. But at the end yeah. of the day, I was looking through these first-round pick. First, I wasn't looking through the first-round picks. I was looking at the first overall picks. Okay. And most of the time. The first overall pick is a bust. What? I had to go all the way back to 1998, Peyton Manning, to find. How do you call? Do you think? What do you mean a bust? Like they're they're normally not. They normally don't live up to being. You don't think Kyler Murray looks pretty good so far? Who's that? Kyler Murray. We don't know yet. Oh, we don't know yet. We can't. He was rookie. He was offensive rookie of the year. I mean, Cam Newton. He was a first overall pick. He won. He he made it to Super Bowl. You don't think he had a decent career? But how? He's already looking for a team, and he's 30 years old. Uh, he's, but, Tim, come on. He had a good career, even if it's over. He's had some injuries. I mean, it's probably not over, but but he had some injuries. He, he, he You can't call him a bust. Come on. He was never Didn't a guy top like win five the MVP quarterback or come close? I mean, you calling that guy a bust? He was never a top five quarterback for a long time. Oh, Tim, Tim, Tim. He had Tim, one Tim. good year. Because you're because you, you don't, if you're the number one pick, you're a bust if you don't make top five quarterback? Yeah. 
wow, how do you come up with this stuff? Yeah, you're you're a bust if you don't if you're not a consistent top five quarterback. Oh well, well, that's it's not that easy, Tim. Right, that's my point. I mean, if ever if, that's uh, my point, and if you're the first overall pick, oh. you better live up to the hype. If you're the first overall pick, you better be a top five quarterback. Yeah, eventually, that, you're you're never going to get a job as a general manager. I can tell you that. Oh, you, I, you better, I definitely you better stick should. to being uh, radio and podcasting. <laughs> I definitely should. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Jerry Jones, look me up. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, you, 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 do you like your draft? Even though you can't analyze your draft, are you allowed to, to like it or dislike it? Is that allowed? You know, when the Vikings draft, do you just do you even pay attention, or do you just say, "Nah, you can't, you can't tell anything right now." I pay attention, but I just, you know, I there's there's a little trigger inside my mind that says, "I don't know yet," because general managers don't even know if well, they don't know. How everybody am I can supposed say to that. Know? You can you can speculate though. You can you can you know guesstimate. Yeah. No? You don't think so? No. Let's talk about something. Else. What did you think about the Green Bay pick? They picked this Jordan Love quarterback. That was kind of weird, wasn't it? Why would you? Aaron Rodgers only 36 years old. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. And why did they, they do that? They drafted a quarterback, yeah. They're going to let him sit there for three years, and Aaron, they didn't, Aaron Rodgers has nobody to throw to? I mean, they made it to the, to the conference championship game last year. I mean, you'd think, hey, just get, get, get him a couple more pieces, and you could, you could you know, take it all away. Right, yeah. That that is. I thought that was weird. But I mean, I, I don't know. Did you? Yeah, it's very weird. They drafted a quarterback, and, and a lot of people want to make the similarities between Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. They drafted Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, but but Aaron Rodgers was arguably a top ten pick, and he fell to them in the twenties. So the Packers jumped on it. They actually traded up to draft Jordan Love, a project. So it just it's it is questionable, and I mean they got just absolutely. Well, I mean, if he turns out to be Patrick Mahomes, like you know, people compare him to Patrick Mahomes. If he turns out to be Patrick Mahomes, it'll be a great move. But you know, they're they're not going to be. I mean, I don't know what they have to do. They have to uh, trade Rodgers now, and maybe give Rodgers a year or you know two years, and then try to get something for him. I, I, it just doesn't. That was kind of weird. My fr- I got a bunch of friends that are Packer fans, and they couldn't figure it out either. Although they, they tell you it's good because that's the way they are. They're all cheeseheads, you know? Right. Yeah. What about Philadelphia? Jalen Hurts. What about that pick? Yeah. Oklahoma guy? Yeah. Doesn't do it for me. Why? <laughs> well, I mean, it was it was kind of weird, though, too. I mean, they have Carson Wentz. They're paying him $140 million, and they, they draft a quarterback? He's always hurt. He's been hurt twice. Wentz? You think he's always hurt? He's been hurt a lot. He's so you he think that's why they, that they got it? Well, I mean, they won the Super Bowl without him, so didn't. That's a good point, though. So you think that's why they did it? Because he always gets hurt. Yeah. Injury prone. Injury prone. Hmm. All right. Right now, what do you think of your Vikings for uh, the win total this year? Early, early prediction. If it, even if it happens, who knows if the NFL is going to happen? What do you think? I would say eight games. Eight. Eight games. That's all? Yeah. Why are you so negative? Well, I thought nine, but then I took the subtract one oh, idea, wow. theory I have. How we always lose one more extra game than they actually, hmm. you know, Okay. they lose to an opponent that they shouldn't lose to. So, hmm. eight. Cowboys are over and under in Vegas at nine and a half wins. They'll, they'll get the over. Ten. I got them at ten. 
<laughs> I, I, you know what I do? I always take 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 what you your number you think, and I always add one. I'll take that two hundred dollars you're getting from your friend, and then put it on the Cowboys. Oh, really? Okay, I'm gonna investment. I'm gonna make another investment there. That's a good point. All right, let's take another break. Uh, hear from our sponsors, including Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. If you haven't taken me up on the offer, go to the website, voodoopainrelief.com. You get a free two-week supply. It's an absolutely fantastic product. You can read the testimonials right there at voodoopainrelief.com. It's got next to zero return rate. Uh, Great testimonials from people. If you've tried all these other products like I have and they didn't work for you, try Voodoo Pain Relief Cream for free. A free two-week supply, arthritis pain, back pain, shoulder, hip, muscle soreness, whatever. You're going out and jogging a marathon like Tim. Uh, you might need a little Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. VoodooPainRelief.com. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Minnesota Tim, what do you what do you got to uh, close us out here? All right, so we are in the sports abyss still, and with being in the sports abyss, you got to think of creative ideas. So I was on a walk the other day, meditating as I always do, and um, one you of meditate me, while you're walking. Yeah, I just like to rest my. Don't, don't you, when you meditate, don't you sit kind of like and close your eyes and think about things? Like, do people meditate and walk? I never heard of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm an engineer of stuff. Hmm. <laughs> do, you, do you do you often find yourself when you're walking? <laughs> I'm six three. I, I always find myself. I'm not very hard. To you do it. okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I thought of this on a walk the other day, and um, and uh, 
The question that I'm posing is that if you had to pick a mind to pick, where everyone loves the idea of picking somebody's mind, pick a brain, pick a mind. Oh, I just picked Tiger's brain. Oh, I just picked Michael Jordan's brain. You hear that all the time. So my question for you, Hank, is that if you had to pick somebody's brain in the entire world, president, sports player, actor, it doesn't matter. Past or present, who would you pick? Okay, that's a that's a good question. That's a very good question. I'm going to stick to the sports uh, sports realm since we're a sports show, golf show. It's funny when you and you know, people say like I pick Tiger's brain. Do you really think Tiger's going to give you anything out of that brain? Uh, the answer to that would probably be no. You'll get some ebbs and flows. <laughs> You're not going to get much. He's, he's not going to give you anything that he thinks could help you. Well, maybe he will now. He's a little softer. But back in the day, you sure weren't picking anything. There's no no doubt about it. He wasn't giving away anything. All right. Well, the first the first person that comes to mind would be the great Ben Hogan, considered by many the greatest ball striker ever. Now, I did have the opportunity to meet Mr. Hogan uh, one time at uh, Shady Oaks in uh, Fort Worth. He used to, you know, toward the end of his life, he just he went there every day and just sat in the card room. And the um, golf pro there, uh, Mike Wright, he was a, a friend of mine, and he like was nice enough to, you know, introduce introduce me. And it was like, uh, you know, I mean, that was a a really really cool thing. It wasn't like uh, I didn't really have an opportunity to pick his brain. Matter of fact, I was kind of. You know, like like I've said this before, people ask me like, okay, what, you know, what question would you ask Ben Hogan? I always, I always thought this. I always thought that, because Hogan was tough, you know, when people would ask him questions, he would give him some kind of a, you know, answer. Like, like you know, back in the day, you know, I think Gary Player asked him a question and Hogan asked him, he said, what company do you represent? And I don't know who it was. It was some other company other than Ben Hogan. And he said, I, you know, I represent, you know, uh, Spalding or something. I don't know what it was, but it is, I'll just say this. He, I, I represent Spalding. And Hogan looked at him and says, well, go ask Mr. Spalding. So I was a little nervous about asking the question. And I always thought, you know what? If I know enough to ask an intelligent question, I probably know enough to figure out the answer for myself because I, over the years I had heard Hogan's answers to questions that people had asked. And what he always answered in a way that just made the people think and figure it out themselves. So I kind of had the opportunity to pick his brain, but I really didn't do it. But I mean, if I, if you literally could, pick his brain if that was even possible and i don't know how possible that is with these great geniuses but if you could i think that would uh, you know that would be the person that would be at the at the top of my list and then and then i would probably have have coaches i mean i, I obviously uh, i think bill belichick is just like incredible um uh, mike shishevsky's incredible um phil jackson you know watching this last dance man alive Phil Jackson is a, I mean, genius, genius. Not not just basketball philosophy or whatever, but just putting people together and getting the most out of people and just genius. So those would be my guys right there. Hmm. Who do you got? 
Um, I like Larry David. <laughs> oh my God! You know, I know Larry David. Really? Actually, I I would consider him to be a friend of mine. What? Oh yeah. Can you text me his number? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I have to ask him if, if he want if if he wants Minnesota Tim to have his number first. Well, you can ask him if he would come on the Minnesota Tim podcast. Yeah, I will. I'll ask him that. Well, I actually we'll get him on the Hank Andy podcast. He uh, he. There's a. Do you understand that if you're picking his brain, there is a lot of stuff going on in that brain. Exactly. I mean, there is a lot of stuff going on in that brain. Curb your enthusiasm and Seinfeld are the greatest shows ever. Okay, he is actually a great guy. Okay, just a, a great. I love Larry David. He's a golf nut. Okay. Uh, I've helped him on the driving range before played with him. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's got a million thoughts going on, just trying to clear everything. As you could imagine, clearing everything out is the biggest issue you have, you know, coaching him. Uh, first off, he comes out to the driving range. He's, he's got the full long sleeve on cause he doesn't want any sun, got the big hat and he's got sunscreen like zinc oxide. Okay all over his face so he looks it looks like a mask okay <laughs> it is so thick tim it's like white mask on his face no no sun okay that's the the the, the first i'll tell you i'll tell you a larry david story he, he goes to play in the discovery land my friend mike melman owns discovery land and they have a big charity event raise a bunch of money for charity every year they have it at the madison club and with larry david and i we're both staying with my my uh, another good friend of mine, Irving Azoff. Okay, and we 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 go to Irving's house. It's a brand new house. He just just finished it at the Mask. A beautiful house. Looks like a clubhouse. I mean, it's unbelievable. So we 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 go there to the to the you know Irving's house, and we all you know meet up, and and you know of course the first thing is we got to figure out okay, hey, what room are we staying in? And Larry says, Irving, what 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 room's mine? And, and, uh, Irving says, Larry, you can have any room over there on that side of the house. Just pick one. He said, <laughs> he goes, I needed to, I needed to be 72 degrees, exactly 72 degrees. What room's 72 degrees, exactly 72 degrees. I can't sleep if it's not 72 degrees. And Irving goes, Larry, it's a brand new house. Every room has its own thermostat. You can set it at whatever you want. It'll be a perfect 72 degrees. He said, all right, good, good, because that's the only way I can sleep. That's my Larry David story. It cracked me up so bad. I mean, I'm like, are you kidding me? You're staying at somebody's house, but you got you, you pick your room out based on whether the temperature control in that room is, is, is good or not. He's a character. He's a, he's, and he's a great guy, though. Great guy. I tried to get him to do the Hank Haney, uh, the Haney project on the Golf Channel a couple times, and we and within a period of forty five minutes, he said, you know, my producer went in to talk to him. In a period of forty five minutes, he said he would do the show, and then he decided not to do the show. In a period of forty five minutes, six times, six times. He went from doing the show to not doing the show. Well, it's too bad he didn't have Minnesota Tim talk to him. <laughs> you would have straightened him out. 
So Larry David's your guy, huh? Yes. And you came up with that because you're the big Seinfeld fan. You got the poster on your wall. Yeah, and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Both the greatest shows ever. Yeah, well, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to debate that. Hard to debate that. He 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 is he is definitely greatness. There is no doubt about it. And a really good guy. A little weird, but that's his deal. Yeah. All right, Tim. Good stuff today. Good real good stuff. Follow me on Twitter at Hank Haney. Email your questions to hankhaneygolf at outlook.com. And follow us on the iHeartRadio app or the Apple Podcast app. Wherever you get your podcasts, hit the follow button. And we will be right there. We'll be back again tomorrow on the Hank Andy Podcast. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Andy Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.